0: tell me that don't feel good welcome 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 brothers and sisters in Christ friends and family welcome to our Sunday Sunday live stream lessons to you mr. Phil Fox drops of hope ministries Blessings and blessings and more blessings to each and every one of you. Uh, thank you all for stopping in. I see uh, my mother-in-law, my mother-in-love uh, made it back. Are you back uh, back home now or are you still way out in, uh, in the mountains I got my sister D new, my brother, uh, my brother Nate to D2, but I think he's gonna be checking out here soon. Uh, he's got some family business to take care of, but I appreciate you, brother, for for uh for stopping in. Blessings. Oh, you're back home. Uh, and I see my daughter Alyssa. She's uh she's over on the other mountains on the other side of the country, over with her uh with her her grandparents uh blessings to you baby girl i love you we miss you tons and tons and i'm sorry i missed your phone call last night uh what's up dad my uh my parents in love uh my my dad uh bob and my mom jody My brother CMB sister D knew and that's impossible. Alyssa B. Fox. Uh, That's impossible. I love you more. Absolutely. Yeah. So I see there's a few folks coming in. there's a, a few on the Facebook side and there's a there's a handful on the YouTube side so blessings to all of you thank you guys for for coming in tuning in joining in I uh, pray that you guys are blessed uh it's been a busy weekend <clears throat> uh, let's stop the music for a second or for for a while and let's get uh, we'll get rolling um, yeah so Let's see. I sound a little. Uh... <clears throat> oh, what's up, brother? How are you, Clifton Royce? How are you, brother? Good to see you. Uh, glad you can join us. Uh, every Sunday, uh, Lord willing, every Sunday, four uh, o'clock Eastern Time, three o'clock Central, two uh, o'clock Mountain. Um. Uh, my brother Raymond. My brother Raymond yeah <laughs> yeah love brothers hat love you bro yeah brother uh my my bro Josh uh Josh Bell uh from back in North Dakota over in the uh the Lone Star state <clears throat> my brother bK apologist thank you for stopping in my brother um lots of love lots of love go and uh make sure you go and uh check out uh, bK apologist stuff man this dude. This dude blows my mind all the time. <clears throat> he just uh he just thinks on a whole nother level. Yeah, he he just thinks on a, a completely different level. And um and he's uh pray, you know, we gotta we gotta pray for this man, uh, you know, because he's he's starting a brand new journey in his life. Um and uh he's um uh, he's looking at going back to school and Making a few life changes and 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 you know, anytime you get into transition, um, you know, it could be could be a scary thing, you know. And uh he's definitely doing it prayerfully. And uh, you know, so so be yeah, be praying for my man, BK apologist, you know, as he's uh as he's starting some new things and and um I look forward to uh the work and the things that he's gonna be doing. Uh so so yeah, no, bro. No, I mean thank you man. I mean for 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 sharing with us, you know, the um the the gifts that you have. Uh um, my sister Rox B, your brother in Christ. How you doing, brother? We still need to we still need to hook up. <clears throat> uh we talked about something on 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 the other chat. D new. No, man. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. So keep, uh, like I said, keep BK in your prayers and, and, uh, you know, help support him, lift him up and, and all that. So, and, uh, yeah, this, here's another man right here, uh, CMB, you know, uh, he's involved in, in church ministry and whatnot. So, uh, you know, we need to lift him up as well. Um, you know, he's doing a lot of good stuff. Uh, he's involved in his local church, um, you know, helping with doing some, uh, Uh, you know, he's been helping doing some preaching and some teaching and stuff like that. And so, um, if you haven't seen his stuff, you know, go, go and look him up. He's, he's got a lot, uh, on Facebook. So yeah, go and check him out. Um, my brother CMB. Yeah. He's a good brother. I, uh, I love him and his heart. I mean, his heart is, is, is the, the, uh, is definitely the centerpiece. You know, you can see his heart in him and, and it should just shines through. So so, yeah, so <clears throat> I appreciate you all um, all coming in today. Today, you know, it's just going to be kind of laid back. Uh, I was going to share with share with everybody my my personal my personal testimony. And sometimes, you know, testimonies can be a double edged sword. I mean, <laughs> they could be extremely encouraging, uh, but I've heard some testimonies that, you know, make you want to fall out, go to sleep. You know, so I'm praying I'm not one of those testimonies, you know, that, um, that, uh, that makes you fall asleep. But, um, but yeah, so, um, most of y'all know, uh, of course, if you're, you know, if you're from my hometown, you know, we're all, we're all, uh, Native American. Um, most, most of y'all know me already, uh, know that I'm Native American. So, Uh, I grew up on the reservation. Uh, yeah. And, and, uh, my, my, my brother, my uncle, uh, Raymond, uh, he said, dosha, um, which means hello in our, in our native tongue. And, um, and I grew up with this man here, Josh, Joshua Bell, Josh. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so these are some some local folks that know me, <clears throat> and um, you know, I was your typical kid, you know, crazy and did did enough did enough stuff to you know to get myself in trouble and uh, but not anything crazy, you know. I I um, I bounced back and forth between between my mother, my biological mom, and then my grandmother, and then later on um, in my like middle school and high school years, um, my, uh, my aunt, my oldest, my oldest aunt in my, uh, my immediate family uh, was there to help raise me while my mom was getting her college education and sort of, um, yeah, I hear you. I hear you, mom. Love being home back in God's country. Um, Western North Dakota. I mean, it is beautiful out there if y'all get a chance, it's a, it's kind of a uncovered, you know, it's kind of a hidden gem uh, in the, in the American f- Western frontier. You know, there's, um there's the Northern parts of the Badlands up there in, in Western North Dakota. This is where I grew up. Um, beautiful scenery, you know, rolling Hills. And then all of a sudden you get into uh, um, yeah. Jody's my, my mother in love. Uh, my wife, Ashley's mother um, her and her husband, Bob, um, Bob is, uh, Bob helped raised, helped raise my wife. Um, and, uh, and he's, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a rock in our our family for for sure. You know, uh, Bob's one of those quiet guys, you know, he's not going to say a whole, whole bunch. He's not going to get involved in a whole, whole bunch of drama or nothing, you know, but you know, he's serious when he, when he speaks up and says something, you know, he's one of them type of guys, you know, who are, they just sit back and let things go, let things go. And, uh, and once he's done, he's done, you know, and and he puts his foot down and you know, the foot is down. And so there's no, there's, there's no, (laughs) there's, there's nothing after that. So, but yeah, so, uh, he's been a great encouragement, uh, to me. Um, You know, he's he's been a a huge part as well, because, you know, when I was young, um, I lost my I lost my biological father when I was 11. And um, and so it's, you know, it's difficult to try to grow up and and try to figure out manhood. uh, When you live with a bunch of females. You know, yeah, quiet strength for real, for real. Uh, salute to Mr Bob that's right yeah he's a huge example I mean huge example um <clears throat> and um and yeah so I mean you know trying to find you know I had I had men in my life absolutely you know I had a I had a a gang of uncles <laughs> you know uh one of my um probably my main my main uncle was my my mom's brother. Uh, he sort of took the role as my disciplinarian and, um, uh, he's Anthony Joseph is his name. Uh, Anthony Joseph white bear, you know, that name strikes fear into my heart. Um, until I heard my grandma say it and she said, Anthony Joseph. And then I knew I had the upper hand. (laughs) I was grandma's boy. I was raised by grandma. I was grandma's oldest grandson. So Uh, So it drives my wife crazy, but, um, you know, I have, uh, yeah, we need to get together and have an awesome revival. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We were, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we told you mom, but, um, uh, one of the gentlemen that are involved in my, my testimony, actually, uh, a missionary, uh, brother, he, um, he wants to try to get something together for the summer of 2021. And um, uh, so we are praying heavily uh, and having it back in my hometown, having a revival, having a week long missionary trip journey back to my hometown. Um, But I would definitely love to see some folks like BK and CMB and because we're going to try to schedule it right around our powwow um is usually when we have it. And so, you know, there's been a, a, a couple folks that i have already put it out that we would love to love to have it. Um yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah. That's a good man. We graduated together. Yeah. Yeah. See uh uh my uncle Ray and uh and my my uncle uh Tony Joe um Anthony Joseph Tony Joe is um yeah, don't forget to hit that like button. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so we, uh, yeah, my, my mom has this massive, massive yard. We could put up a couple teepees and, you know, we could put up a bunch of tents and, you know, just all have a big old shindig. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, my, my uncle Joe, my uncle Tony Joe was, was the one who stepped in. Um, and then, uh, um, yeah, man, that would be dope, you know, get together and, uh, you know, spend a week together or a weekend or a long weekend or whatever you could spare, you know, and go and check out the powwow and go do some ministry, you know, and, um, meet some cool folks and, you know, uh, it's, yeah, it's always a blessing for real, you know, get, you know, a little touch of brand new culture and, but, um, but yeah, so, so, uh, so yeah, so, you know, my, my uncle Joe, uh, you know, I have uh, a couple of my uncles now, some of my key uncles that, that, uh, help raise me. They've, they've passed on and gone on now. Um, my uncle Chris Fox, um, and, uh, my uncle Brandon hand, you know, both of them, uh, you know, Lord bless them. Um, they both have, uh, gone on to the other side and uh, what's up, Isaiah Braxton? How you doing, brother? Good to see you. Always faithful. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> I just I just scarfed down a little bit of food before before I came on. Um, but uh, but yeah. So. So yeah, it's these so these are some of the guys that helped raise me. Um, you know, Charlie Vegan, uh, my uncle Charlie Vegan. You know he he helped and he actually uh, helped me. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> yep, Uncle Chris was around for me. Yeah, for my my brother Josh. Yep, yeah. We'd always play horse all the time. Yeah, that was his favorite game. He'd always he'd always play horse. <laughs> yep, yep. I hear you, man. Oh, my mom. How you doing, mom? Mom and and. Uh, baby, baby Julia. (laughs) Yeah. My little, my little niece is with my mother. Uh, And she puts my, my mom said she puts me on the, on the, on her big screen on the TV. And then she'll, she'll let my little, my little niece uh, play. So hi, Julia. How are you? Good to see you. Um, Yeah. So she puts her in front of the TV and, and uh, so, yeah. Yeah, man. Ah, Chance Rush. How you doing, brother? Good to see you. Good to see you, Chance, man. This, you know, this, this brother right here, Chance Rush, you know, he has done a lot for, um for not just native youth, but just youth in general. His concentration is in, in native youth. Um, But part of, you know, there, there are some crazy things, some statistics and whatnot that are that are wild when it comes to our native people, you know, our native people since 1999, I was just reading some of these statistics since 1999 suicide rate among native Americans has gone up 139%. And, um, and we are two and a half times the rate of any other demographic in this United States for suicide rate and so with all of that said there's a massive massive hopelessness among native people and um and so brothers like chance here uh you know chance and i we you know we grew up in a in in towns that are only about 30 minutes apart from each other um and uh You inspire me to do live stream, man. (laughs) No, man. No, 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 no. There's no, 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 don't, don't, no one owe nobody, man. You're, you're putting in work. You know, we're both just putting in work, trying to, trying to do the best that we can. And, um, but yeah, so go and, you know, go and check out, uh, Chance. You know, he's a motivational speaker, comedian. You know, he's done all these little things, you know. So if you need some help in your community, Uh, You know, maybe chance would, you know, um, and he can speak to any, he doesn't just have to speak to native people. You know, he's diverse enough. He's has enough experience out in the world to understand and know, and to speak to any audience. And so he knows and he empathizes. And this man has a heart of, of absolute gold. And I am a, it's, it's a pleasure for me to call him brother. Uh, so yeah, chance anytime, man, if you want to chop it up, if you want to come on here or actually shoot, man, you're, I mean, I, I seen you had a, you had like a hundred people the other day on your live stream and, uh, and shout out to your daughter too, man. His daughter is a nationally published, um, poet, um, his daughter, Abby. Um, so, so yeah, go and go and check out her stuff too. Um, just absolutely. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so mom said, yes, indeed. Uh, you're on and grandma, uh, baby Julia is watching. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, so yeah, check out my man chance rush. Uh, I think it's like chance rush.com or something like that or chance. Yeah. Chance rush.com go and check him out. Um, yeah, he's, he's definitely, a, a strong brother. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so, so I was always um throughout my life I I was always s- had some some kind of god complex I don't I don't even know what it was uh you know I always teased my mom because you know my mom was searching as well in her younger years and when I was a kid you know we we jumped around from religion I grew up catholic and um and for some reason um, you know, a lot of this, a, a lot of the, the, the stuff that we're supposed to be, you know, you sort of in our culture, you don't, you don't really buck the system or, or the culture and you listen to your elders and those types of things. But it's not that I was disrespectful or that I didn't, I, I just wanted to be rebellious towards my, uh, towards my elders. Um, but I always had a questioning heart. And I don't know if you would say I was a trailblazer in any way, or, um, but I just, I just always wanted to know why we did things the way we did them. And <clears throat> particularly in our culture, there, there's a lot of times where you just don't ask, ask questions, you just do it. And, you know, you listen to your elders and, and, um, you know, this is what you do. And there was hardly ever, any explanation. And what I found out is some of that stuff comes later, right? You, 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 as you grow up and, and, and you have conversations and, and that was part of, part of my growing up uh, and part of me maturing was after I started singing in the powwows, I started, I started singing with a group, a local group called Oakdale. Um, shout out to the Smith boys, uh, Mike Smith and Kenny Smith and, um, my brother Swig, uh, Lyle, Walking Hawk. Uh, everybody knows. Any anyone back home knows um, knows uh, Grandpa Art and Grandma Izzy. Um, Grant, they have both gone on now to the other side, and um, but you know these were guys that that sat me down and said, "Hey, look, do you want to learn? And if you do, just close your mouth and listen." And so I've had, I had the opportunity to have a lot of conversations and that that's when I got to learn, here are some of the answers to some of the questions and things that I've, that I was just told to just hear, no, you just listen and you just learn how to do these things. And so <clears throat> I always took that and I was always subordinate. I was never, ever, ever, ever um, uh, disrespectful in any way, or nor would I talk back or nor would I even ask um for you know for explanations so i would always try and wonder and i was i would always wonder but it was not until later so so i would always question as a youth and i would always i would always have these questions and i always had this this odd fascination with God. And as I came up and and the reason why I would tease my mother is because she, as she sort of had that same kind of God complex, if you will. And so she sort of bounced around from Catholicism, which was, which was what we grew up with. And then from Catholicism, uh, she found the Jehovah's witnesses So she was a practicing, well, not just her, but I was too. So I had the little suit and tie, you know, I was a little, little shorter, a little thinner, you know, but I was little Mr. Phil Fox walking around knocking door to door on Saturdays, bugging the heck out of you early in the morning. And I remember going on a a couple of those. I don't remember a ton, but I do remember um, going on a couple of those things and being all dressed up. And so that same thing and i do remember you know i remember all the um a hey, shout out to smoking locust blessings to you uh your brother in christ yeah my wife actually today is uh uh she's she's scuffling a, a little bit today she's um not feeling 100 percent. um you know she's been hurting a little bit Uh, But she's been able to take it easy for the last couple days. Uh, you know, like yesterday. Um, you know, our our youngest daughter is home by herself. Uh our my oldest daughter is over in uh with out east with her grandparents. And um, and so so our youngest daughter has us busy. And uh and so we're sort of tag teaming her right now, you know, all I'll play Roblox or something with her and and uh, hold on. I I got somebody at my door and nobody can hear. So uh, here, let me put on a let me put on some some something real quick. I'll be uh, I'll be right. Right back. All right, y'all. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. <clears throat> Here's the, uh, it just proves. I mean, these things are live, live. You know, straight from straight straight from our houses and and whatnot. And <laughs> so, uh yeah. So, <laughs> bro is talking about knocking on doors and <laughs> someone's that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Highways and byways. Yeah. Bring them on. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was, uh, yeah. So I was, a, uh, you know, the, the little dude and, and, uh, uh, Mr. Phil Fod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I know I I do need, uh, I, I do need some kind of video or something, you know, I got to put something together, but, um, in case these types of things, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, yeah, so I, you know, I had this, um, you know, this whole, this whole, you know, upbringing where, you know, and I do praise God for, for my mom and her, um, and her searching, you know, because, um, it was even through that, that I learned a lot of stuff. Um, but then of course, you know, any false doctrine or anything that is not true to the scripture, then you got to unlearn it. But there was enough Jesus in there and, you know, I'm not giving them any kind of endorsement, but there was enough Jesus in there to keep my heart and my mind, uh, thirsty. And, um, and so growing up, um i had sort of this weird you know i mean like i said this this fascination or this you know this thing about god and so i i would always uh you know people would for for whatever reason people would come to me for advice and people would come to me for you know just to to listen and um Uh, yes, sir. Uh, your brother in Christ said, I can give you a couple (laughs) that look a little weird on my page. (laughs) Just to say, just saying, (laughs) yeah. And my mom here, you know, she said, yeah, she learned a lot, you know, um, there was, you know, yeah. How much Jesus was that it was in there. Yeah. I mean, you know, here's, here's, this is the verse that I, I, um, I don't remember what it was, but, um, um, you know, I, uh, I, I think it was Paul who said it, you know, whether it doesn't matter, basically I'm, I'm extremely paraphrasing at this point, but he said, it doesn't matter who's, who's, who's saying it, but at least the name of Christ is being proclaimed. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, that this is an orthodox road to come to Christ. Um, you know, but there wasn't there was enough of a hint of christ in there um and you know praise god that he he sheltered our hearts and our minds uh to understand and know that there was something wrong with that and so my you know my mom she knew uh and and they were already you know exemplifying cult-like behavior because you know they were trying to get her baptized and um and you know they were trying to hook her up with you know a brother and you know they were they, they were fast trying to indoctrinate her and and she'd seen that they were trying to you know get her to a place where she was stuck and it felt like she couldn't you know she was too invested and then she couldn't get out um you know so praise god that she did have that that insight and that god sort of sort of uh galvanized her with with that understanding. And so, you know, although I, I do give her a hard time, but you know, God did, you know, God did work through that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So one of many said, yeah, it was Paul. Yeah. I I don't remember the reference off the top of my head either. Um, and I probably should have looked it up because, you know, I did have some intention of, of saying that, but, um, but yeah, so, but, um, but it wasn't till uh, at this point I was still very young and then, but now moving on uh, it was 1999 and uh, there was this, this missionary, it was, there were, they were a couple along with their young son and they would bring a a new group almost every year. The group would be new, but the thing that was consistent was, was the, the two leaders. It was, It was this gentleman and his wife and then their young son. And um, it got to a point where they were so consistent that everyone knew that they were coming right around the powwow. And so people would actually anticipate them coming and um, they started coming. I think it was around 97 and I start to get to really know them around in 98 and then 99 during that mission group, uh, is when I made the confession, uh, to follow Christ. And, um, so that was my salvation moment was the summer of 1999. It was through the faithfulness and the ministry of, of, uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of Joe Rogers. And, um, and (laughs) 97 was a good year. (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, Joe Rogers and his wife, Sue and, uh, their, their son's name is Michael and, um, Joe and Sue were a staple every summer, summer of 99. That's right. And, uh, So it's weird to me to think about the fact that, uh, and and it was actually it would actually be right around this time because uh, this is the weekend that my my, our celebration would have been if it wasn't for COVID. Um, So this is this is Mandary Powwow weekend, Um, and uh, this would have it, it would it either would have been this coming week or maybe the week before. I don't remember that year, but they would always come in. And their group would be in around the powwow so that they, that way they can enjoy the powwow and sort of build relationships and, and, you know, and, and sort of have these, these things. Um, but like I said, even though the groups most, mo- most years, there were some, there were several years where they would, um, the groups would repeat and come back. And, um, and yeah, those were, those are some of the, you know, those, those are things what that I always anticipated and, and, And I, I loved him, And so Joe and Sue became my spiritual parents. Um, and, uh, Sue had gone on to be with the Lord. Now she, uh, she lost her bout with cancer, um, but she won the victory over death and is now, uh, with the savior and, um, and Joe has, uh, has remarried and has a new wife and has continued on in in his ministry and um it was with joe and with sue and then a good friend of ours uh his name is jerry um and jerry jerry was known as the hummer guy because his first summer he came to the reservation uh in a hummer and at that point um uh yeah, no, those aren't the ones who <laughs> lived in. Uh, that was our pastor, uh, my pastor, uh, Ron and Darlene Saar. Um, They were the pastor and they lived in, they they bought an old schoolhouse that was out in the middle of nowhere called Johnson's Corner. And uh, it was a, I uh, found it. All right. Amen. That's right. CMB. Yep. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. Yeah, one of <laughs> yeah. Uh Philippians uh one fifteen through eighteen. Yeah. I appreciate that. One of many blessings to you, brother. But yeah, um, so Joe and Sue, they they helped me and they they pushed me and um they were instrumental in my in in my um going to Bible college. Uh, they knew the president of the college. They knew them personally. They knew him personally. And, um, and I got a, I got a phone call in, uh, let's see. It was like a, it was like a Thursday. Um, Oh, Elena, uh, prayers for my parents. Both are hospitalized with COVID. Yeah. Let's do that now. Um, let's do that. Uh, if you will, please, uh, join us in prayer. Father in heaven, Lord, I I pray for Elena and her family. Uh, I pray for her parents. Um, Lord, we know that you are in control, Father, and keep us, Father, keep our hearts uh, in a place where it needs to be, Father, uh, trusting in you. Uh, Father, these things are hard to deal with. Um, They're nerve-wracking, Lord. They are they are extremely, extremely worrisome, Father. Uh, but help us to keep our 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 eyes and our hope, and our minds focused and fixed upon You, O oh Lord. Uh, so, Father, I pray for Elena and I pray for her parents. Um, Lord, we pray that You, um, You bring them out of this, Lord, um, Father. But uh, we, most of all. Uh, we ask that not our will be done, Lord, but your will be done. So, Father, be with us. Be with my uh, my dear Aunt Elena, and I pray that you um, calm her and uh, calm the hearts of all those who are worried at this moment, especially about the, about the parents, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Um, yes uh i will continue to pray elena um you know this is extremely difficult news so i i um i pray that you uh run run to the savior run to his word um psalm 91 comes comes to mind it floods into my heart he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow, shadow of the almighty um so psalm 91 the entire chapter beautiful chapter um but it's not gonna it's not going to heal them it's not a promise um but it's hope and um and i i will continue to pray Uh, uh oh brother josh um yeah, so <clears throat> you know they were uh Joe and Sue were uh instrumental and I have a, a suspicion um that my brother Jerry Nicholson was um was involved with helping finance my my time at Bible College um but uh, but yeah, so I went to Jackson Hole Bible College, a very small, small Bible college. Uh, that was in 2004 and uh, started ministry shortly after. And um, I appreciate that CMB, Elena. Um, CMB is a strong brother in Christ. Um, so uh, his word is gold. His word is gold. Uh, so you all will be definitely lifted up uh you know, by my brother CMB and his prayer chain and his prayer list. And, uh, so I'm deeply encouraged by that. Thank you, brother. Um, so we, I, um, went to Bible college and then started my ministry s- shortly thereafter. And then, uh, um, well, yeah, I sk- sort of skipped a little part, but in, in, in 99, I would always, uh, uh, I went from being sort of the, you know, one of the kids, the local kids that would come and and anticipate the, the folks coming in where I would actually sort of became the liaison. And uh, I would, I would do a little pre tilling of the ground, if you will, uh, to sort of help um, make things, the transition easier for the, for the group to come in. So um, I would go in and, you know, sort of spray and wipe things down and, Uh, And and see, you know, I would go and talk to the school because the school was basically our only resource to for housing uh, because we had a campus where a lot of teachers would come in and stay for the for the school year and then they would leave and go um, back home to their families. And and they would be from as far as like Minnesota uh, all the way in way in Western North Dakota, some of them from Montana, some of them from South Dakota, you know, all through the the. The breadbasket region. Um, so the teachers would come in and then they would leave. So that that would just leave these, these empty, you know, these empty houses or trailers or, you know, some of them, some of the teachers were permanent. They would stay there the entire time, but there would be these, these vacancies. So the, the school and, and I had, I luckily was related to, you know, to everybody <laughs> in the community. Um, so, I, be, I sort of became the liaison for the for the missionary groups as they would come through and um, so God was slowly cultivating my leadership uh, in that and and then I you know I got to high school uh, I graduated in 2002 and um, uh, you know and I was leadership all through high school. Uh, you know God was cultivating me throughout the, all this stuff. And I didn't even know, I mean, I was, um, I was part of the national 4-H council. Um, so all the 4-H's throughout the entire country, I was on the board of trustees that helped make all the policies and all the decisions and, and all of these things. And, and I didn't even really know what I was getting into. Uh, one of the ladies had asked, uh, she, cause I was involved in, in a few projects throughout my throughout my four four H career, uh, I was involved in, in a couple community projects, um, but they wanted some representation from the native American community. And, um, and so in 1999, uh, they asked if I would be willing to come to this conference. And I said, sure. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know what it's, what it's about or whatever, but yeah, sure. I'll go. You know, it was a, it was an experience. And, um, and so I had one meeting with the, 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 the regional, uh, four H person lady. And, uh, she said, yeah, it's over working. You're going to go and all you have to do is listen and, you know, there's nothing to it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I still don't know what I'm doing, but sure. And so, uh, I flew to St. Louis and, um, with my mentor, of course, uh, the, the wonderful Polly Chase is her name. Uh, she, she was my traveling partner. And, uh, so we, so we checked into our, our, our hotel rooms. And so she's like, all right, we're going to meet at this time. And then, you know, we'll have dinner and then you'll go back to your room and then you have your curfew. And, and, um, then, uh, uh, tomorrow morning at, uh, 7 30, you'll need to be awake and then down, here. And then, you know, then I'll let you in the meeting and whatnot. And then I'll go and do what she had to do. So the next morning came and then, uh, there I was, um, in this huge conference room all set up, it was all maxed out. And they said, ah, you are. And I said, I'm Philip Fox. Oh, Mr. Fox. Yes. Okay. Here you go. And they gave me a packet with a name tag and all this kind of stuff. And I opened up this book and it was a hardcover book. It wasn't just, you know, your little, you know, itinerary book. It was, it was an actual hardcover book and I opened it up and I was like, huh. And I looked around the table and, (laughs) and here was, there was, um, you know, a few of the faces were in here. I was, I was, I was thumbing through and then I turned to like page 11 or so. And then I seen my picture (laughs) and I looked and, there was this big one page write up or actually one and a half page. And then some of the socioeconomic, you know, things that I was, I I represented, um, you know, Mandry high school and you know, Phil Fox is a member of the three affiliated tribes and all this kind of stuff. And, and, um, and then 10 minutes later, I was standing there, you know, saying, I swear, you know, to the 4-H and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, I will serve. And so I was being sworn in as a member of the national 4-H council and I had no, I had no clue, but God was using these things, uh, to prep me for ministry. And, um, so little things like that. So, you know, as I was going on and, and, and growing, in leadership. Um, little did I know that I would be, I was growing in my faith and then went to Bible college. And then, um, I, you know, I left Mandry high school at a, around a seventh grade reading level. And, um, I was always a, uh, and I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed of it, but I was always an IEP kid. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I see Judy. Izer, yeah. Eyes are in the background. That's a shout out to my boy, um, SOC, uh, you know, every now and then I'll have cabs book up a vocabs book up or, um, you know, I'll just, I'll just throw a book up there sometimes and, uh, kind of a little shout out to them in the background. He's talking about this book right here, but, um, but yeah, so. So I um, uh, went, went to Bible college with some of these, I guess you can call them deficiencies, and God used it. And sometimes I think God um, is, he has a well, I mean, I, I don't think, I know God has a sense of humor because, uh, you know, a little res boy coming off the reservation with a, with a, seventh grade reading level puts him in his life's work with something that, um, Hey, Carm blessings to you, sister. (laughs) No, you're right on time. My sister, Carm, but, um, but yeah, so God would put me in this ministry where it's nothing but reading. And I used to hate reading and I, I know that there were, t- and I still remember times where my mom would sit down and say, read. And I would cry and I would be so frustrated and I didn't want to do it. And I was just a little, you know, little Phil sitting there pouting at the table and, you know, and um, so God thought it'd be funny that I, I would get into something and he would call me to something that causes me to read all day long. Read, 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 read this article, read that article, read the word, you know, get into the word. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Carm from YouTube land. <laughs> yeah. Carm's on the Facebook side today. Uh, my sister D New, my sister, Carm, both of you blessings, definitely blessings to the whole apologetics, uh, empire. Uh, so thank you for all you guys do, all of you. Um, Hey, my little sister Ariana White Bear. I told you about my, uh, uh, early on in this stream, I told you about my, uh, my uncle Anthony White Bear Tony Joe. Uh, this is his daughter, and, um, uh, this is my first cousin, um, but she's also my goddaughter. And, um, so yeah, be praying for my little sister Ariana here. She is, um, she is in search mode. God has, God has, uh, um, yeah. My mom says, I'm not much of a reader, so I, I didn't want you to get into that bad habit. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, my little sister here, Ariana, pray for her family. Uh, you know, God is tugging on her heart as well, you know, so, um, I pray for you all the time, little sis. Uh, God bless. And um, yeah, so I, um, I, I would always struggle. Uh, I know we're getting to fifty-one minutes here, and I don't want to be too long, but I would always struggle with the back and forth between between the culture and what Orthodox Christianity looked like. And this is something that I struggle with even to this day, because unfortunately, uh, Christianity has been uh, basically, I guess, for lack of better terms, owned uh, by the Euro ethnic culture and Christianity was brought here by the Europeans. And so there's some negative connotations with that as well. And there's definitely some hurt feelings when it comes to the Christian native relations. And so these, these are real things. So not only do we have to deal with worldly culture, shedding, just our worldly culture and dealing with our sanctification that way, uh, we also have this added piece of, um, I was, I was just reading this book, uh, BK apologist is the guy who turned me on to it. Um, and he said uh, in the book, uh, it says that, you know, native, most native Americans feel this, this, uh, this tear and it feels like they have their f- each of their feet planted on a canoe in the middle of this lake and the the two things start to drift apart and so the native american person is is trying to balance the two so one of them is being you know white christianity quote white christianity and the other is their nativeness and so um, yeah, I I too bro culture and religion, I uh, tell friends a lot about it. I'm glad you're speaking on it. Yeah, man, because this this is something that I think um, you know the the Catholic Church has tried, um, but the Catholic Church I disagree with because they do this thing called syncretism and i know it might might sound harsh but it is near impossible to combine both both faiths both religions both cultures exactly together and the thing is is that what the church does or the you know the catholic church and even protestant christianity today is a europeanized version of of the way that they worship and i'm not i'm not saying this to be you know to to try to be divisive or to try to be you know to try to throw a wrench in it because this is something that most not just most but i think all minorities struggle with because we deal with a europeanized version of christianity and the Europeans, um, they have you know. This is the formula. This is what church should look like. This is what it means to be a Christ- Christian, right? And we've seen this all throughout our culture, and um, we all, we often get tangled up. And see, it not only it not only has to deal with our 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 ecclesiology where we feel like we can fit within the church, this, this idea or, or this notion, um, it affects our sanctification because we don't know where we're at with the Lord. We don't understand fully where we're at with Christ because we have all this baggage, we have all this cultural baggage that we have to sort of, we have to weed through it. And it's difficult for 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 the Native American because we have been told by the American government, and, and I have shared some of this stuff for you, how the government views us still, um, you know, the references is, you know, go to the Department of Interior website the all of it you know you, you can see that native you know the, the 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 bureau of indian affairs is still embedded in the department of interior the department of interior also is the is the management branch of the government for land and animals territories and those types of things um, so this has been embedded inside of us for generations and so the pool between Christ and the pool between culture and then us, uh, Matthew Jackson, brother, blessings to you, bro. Um, the pool between the two is, it's not just two canoes sitting on a lake. It's two canoes going down the rapids and sometimes these canoes, they overlap and they seem like they can, they will conjoin and they become one. And then all of a sudden they boom, they're, they're ripped apart from each other. And I suspect the same is true because we, I mean, I suspect the same thing is true for all minorities, not just native Americans. Now we might have the added layer because we have, we have a bonafide, a bonafide traditional system, but that doesn't mean that exempts us or that makes us any more special because everyone has their own cultural system. It might be, it might be as micro as the family, or it might be as macro as your entire people, people group. So I'm not saying that we're special. I'm not saying that the Native American idea or the, the, the thought the thoughts and, and how we're processing through this sanctification how that this how this is affecting us. I'm not saying that we're any special than any other group. But there's an added layer because, see, fortunately, the African-American church has been able to sort of Um, contextualize how they worship but yet the native americans we have to worship european style otherwise it's viewed as completely completely anathema it's damnable because how dare you bring in drums or how dare you dance your traditional dances? How dare you do any of the stuff that doesn't look like church? Right. And you can't do that. And I shared a story with, uh, with BK uh, when I think it was when we, uh, when he was on this channel. Um, But the story is, is that, you know, we had a, a, a traditional dancer, uh, and I, I also share this story on uh, your brother in Christ's channel as well. But we had a traditional young lady, a, a a lady who wanted to dance one of her tra- one of the traditional dances, and our senior pastor allowed allowed for it and and thought it would be beautiful. But then when we told the other other you know European Euro ethnic pastors, they were appalled. And so these types of things, we're always being told, you know, you can't do that, you're savages, or, you know, you need to leave that 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 old stuff behind, and that's not how it's done. Well, wait, 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 let's, let's backtrack this Europeanized idea of church, and let's take it back to the first century. Let's take it back to the first churches. Now let's compare that. So these are some of the things that I have had to try to uh, comprehend and try to break down. And that's one of the things of, of my ministry that I have tried to to see and i'm constantly trying i'm constantly trying to um trying to weed that out because i i don't want i do not want my children to have to go through these waters i want to be able to to show them you can love christ and still be a native american you can love Christ and be a minority and you don't have to conform. Now I want to be careful because see, that's the thing is, is, is there, there are pieces that need to come off. Um, you know, I'm going to be doing uh, Lord willing soon. We'll be doing a show with, with, uh, with BK apologist, but there are some pieces of our culture that flat out do not mesh with the scripture things like self-sacrifice and what I mean self-sacrifice I mean like self-mutilation type practices uh, the Sundance ceremony um, the the um, uh, some of the uh, you know some some sweat some sweat ceremonies Out of body experiences, the the things practices practiced by some of the medicine men, um, those types of things, because there has already been a sacrifice. the the Lamb of God, God's wrath has already been poured out on the one, and there is no need to mutilate thyself. There is no need for flesh type of offerings. There is no need for any of that stuff. Why? Because there has been one person who absorbed all of that for us. And that man is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has been the sacrifice for all. And so, and yeah, so uh, one of many said this, said, you know, why can't we dance? You know, why? See, again, the, the, this idea of what church should be has been impressed upon, uh, upon us. And so, so these, these ideas and these things are things that I want to battle for the upcoming generations. Welcome back, uh, Nate 2D2 blessings to you, brother. And these are the things that I want to try and make clear for my my Native American brothers and sisters, because see this message, if it's told by a um yeah and see this is my without uh with God after I got comfortable with feeling not native enough, yeah, see and this this these types of these types of feelings should not be. Um, these types of feelings should not have to not have to come about because I I know little sister exactly how you feel, because unfortunately what happens is if someone does sell out to the gospel, to the gospel of Christ, then on comes the other side. Then the traditional people will then come after you and say, How can you believe in this white man's God? How dare you? You know that our that was given to them for them for those people. That was for them people. This the way we do things is for us. This is how we do things. They are not respectful because they come to us and say, Your ways are bad and you are you are. You are savages, and, and and yes, this was this was the message. I'm not trying to say that this didn't happen. I'm not trying to rewrite history, but what I am trying to do, what I am trying to do is I'm trying to unweave, and I'm trying to say to both sides, now listen, this is why they did what they did, the Europeans. Because they seen things that they didn't understand and they wanted to warn you. So yes, I, I believe 100% that what they did was trying to do it in, in love, but just like anything else, it then became the practice. And once it became the practice, then it became unlawful. Then it became unloving. Because they lost the reason. Now, I I love this statement, Mom, but see, again, we need to define. Because the medicine man is not talking about Jesus Christ. The medicine man is not talking about, they are not praying to the one true triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, I want to be careful with these types of statements because if we say that where well, there's only one God, because this is, this is what Muslims use. This is what Buddhists use. This is what a, a multitude of false religions use to say, look, aren't we all just praying to the same God? Blessings, Benjamin Dixon. Blessings to you, brother. Yep. The creator. But who is the creator? Because to deny Jesus is to deny, and this is going to be a very controversial statement. And brother Josh, you might not agree. Mom, you might not agree. But to deny Christ is to deny the creator. And I say that with boldness because I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ and this is this is what gets christians christians in trouble with the native people this is where this is because it's a divide christ is a divide the lord jesus is a is a divide because to simply say god it opens up the door and see syncretism is is in postmodern thinking was, was is the thinking and was the thinking of native people even before the, co- the the term was coined, postmodern thinking. Because your God is your God and my God is my God, but we're all talking to the same God, right? Which is impossible. Why? Because Jesus proclaimed himself and said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life did he stop there no he said nobody gets to the father except through me amen mom the Lord Jesus Christ so anything short of that anything short than that is is not is not God is not the Creator God and see this is where then we start getting attacked from the backside we get attacked from our native people because they say oh you're being disrespectful and and you should not you should not impose on other people's beliefs and all of these types of things but i say yes but here's the thing though is that you know our people they say that they believe in medicines so they don't want to mess with people when they're messing with medicine or medicines can be used, or we pray to the medicine, or we pray to, that the medicine will help us. We pray to these bundles, and we do all of these things, but yet we say that the, that God is, is the Almighty and the All-Creator. But yet we're more scared of the medicine, or of the spirits, or of the grandpas that can come. We're more afraid of them than we are of Creator. Tell me that, brothers and sisters. No, I say because listen, when I was when I was hit with Bell's palsy. When I was hit with Bell's palsy, that is for our native culture and here's just a little insight to our culture those of you who might not be familiar. When you get this Bell's palsy, they call it the twisting of the face or they say that a spirit has come and, and grabbed your face. And so when I did when I got the full muscle weakness, I heard from countless people, Phil, you know what you need to do. You need to go home and be doctored right away. Doctored means I need to go to see a medicine man and have him do a healing ceremony upon me to get rid of this, this, this thing. It could be an entity. It could be an evil spirit. It could be, it could be a lot of different things, but I said, no, I said, I respectfully decline. I, you know, And people would joke with me, well, you know, 10 minutes and all, all it would take, you know, you know where the power is at. And I said, no, you're right. I do know where the power is at. The power is upon the cross because here's the thing is that we have been tricked into believing that if we, if we are to, if we are religious or if we are quote, holy, um, if we are, if we are holy in this manner, um, then we understand and know, or at least we should know. And I, I, th- I think I just lost my thought, but I, cause I, I was, <laughs> I was reading a, um, my sister's, my sister's question here. Um, and see, you know, these types of things, this one here in particular, is it okay to ask the Lord to bless my sage bundles? Now it depends on what we're using it for. Uh, Now many native, many native people will do this thing and it's become more popular in, in this um, uh, it's become more popular in, in this, this, this new age world where everyone's kind of, grabbing from everything. And, uh, so people are like all these mediums and, you know, uh, I I forget their names. They're on TV all the time, but you'll see them using burning the sage and they'll call it saging natives. We call it smudging. And I want to be careful because I don't want this to be an endorsement or a damnation, but here's the thing is uh, my, my sister here says, when I smudge, I ask Jesus for help. So we need to be careful though, because the power is not in the smoke. The power is in God. Uh, And so uh, Jonathan wants to know what a sage. So basically we have, we gather these, these bundles of sage and we use them to smudge we use them to do, it's a, it's a purification in the, in the, in the heart, in the mind of the, of any native. These are their small ceremonies, personal ceremonies where, where they will burn and their purification ceremonies. And what they'll do is they'll, they'll, they'll almost like splash the smoke upon themselves as if that's going to purify their soul. And I say, as if not disrespectfully, but there is no power in the smoke and see, that's where I want to be careful because the power needs to come from God and Christ himself. The smoke can be a representation of something, but here's the thing is that, um, let's see, does it get help or is it, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what this was, but, um, so the Lord testing you out of what you believe was, praise God. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, um, but yeah, so, so this type, these types of things, these little ceremonies, because there's all these little idio, idiosyncret, idio- idiosyncras- I'm not even sure what the word is, but there's all these little idiosyncrasies within the culture that can blur the line. Yeah, see, my brother Josh here, he he understands and knows. So, yeah, these these things are, you know, get rid of the bad entities and bring in the good the good ones spirits. So Yeah, see see these types of things. So um and again, little sister, what I'm what I'm saying is 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 there there has been a culture or the, the culture of our people, even in our family. And I'm not saying this to hurt you. And I I don't mean this to, to try and, and, and be disrespectful, but the rosary and the smudge do nothing. The rosary and the smoke do nothing. It's God and himself. And There are times when I I smudge, but I don't smudge to, to feel like this is going to do anything for me. And I've actually quit over the past few months, but it reminds me of home. So the smell itself reminds me of home, but see in a traditional smudge ceremony, what you would do is you would take the smudge and you would go around your entire house, quote, blessing your house. So you open cabinets and you open doors because evil spirits, they can hide in these small nooks and crannies. And so, you know, there's all of these little nuanced things that, that could, that could happen, but see, to mix that with Christianity, can you prove that anywhere in the scripture? Is that talked about anywhere in the scripture that a spirit can hide out in a drawer? and if you don't smudge it and you don't put the smoke in there does and it does does it not extinguish the spirit or chase the spirit out see so there there are these types of things so so you know i respect my uncle i love my uncle to death but i disagree with this this portion because he's combining the two to try to make it more holy That's the idea. And what many Native Americans will do is is we'll sort of cover all our bases, right? We'll say, all right, well, I believe a little bit of this, and I believe a little bit of that, and a little bit of this, and and I'm going to sprinkle it with a little bit of of this, because this is what I heard from a very good person, and this is what they do. But they don't have any, any reason why. They do it. The only reason why I smudged was because this is was our practice. This is what grandma told me to do. There was no other reason. We might have a, a light explanation like my brother here, but that's the depth of our theology behind the smudge. So, this is the, you know, these are the things, these and this is why I would ask. I would always ask. Yeah, we Indian Christians have the same problem mixing Hinduism with Christianity. Yes, and this, I mean, it is an issue because what does that do? What does this do? Uh, I'm, I'm asking so I can understand. Is sage juice similar to holy water? Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, it could be. It could be a form of that because, um, you know, the holy water... Uh, once the priest blesses it and does his, you know, his, his magic upon it, then the water is then holy. So the, the sage is the same thing. Uh, And so it's, and yeah, and this is exactly right. If, if I'm not mistaken, I believe so. The holy water is blessing uh, is for blessing purposes. uh, Whereas sage is purification and cleaning the atmosphere. Yeah. So you're right, Dinu, but it also can be used in the same way as holy water. Um, because it can bless, because I have had I've I've been involved in ceremonies where they use the sage, they would brush them off. Um yeah, <laughs> the cross on the review and the sweet grass on the dash, extra protection, like you said. Yeah, so so that's the thing is is you know. Um, you know, like I have, um, I have things, you know, that they, they say for me, they don't represent a type of holiness. Uh, they just simply represent the culture. So I have an eagle, uh, a, not a real eagle feather, but a, a, a fake eagle, eagle feather that sits on the top of my, uh, um, on, of my dash, um, but do I, do I think it's extra holy or, or anything? No, I don't. You know, but again, I need to make sure that I'm not using that representation of our culture that it would stumble anybody to think because ultimately what these things do brothers and sisters, and I'm meeting this with all love, is that anything that you feel can add to holiness waters down the significance of the cross. Let me make that clear. So if there's anything that we do culturally that we think adds to the holiness or the protection of ourselves, and that means anything that that can even be this Bible here that could even be just having this Bible open, um, you know, there was a time where, and I've heard of people, they'll leave a Bible open in their house to protect them. No, this is a book with cowhide around it, with, with gold edging. This book here, the book itself is useless unless I read it. And if I read it, the power then comes into me be, because these are the words that god has given us the book itself is useless if it's just sitting if it's just sitting on the table the book has no power unless you open the book and you read it because what you're talking about are relics you're looking at using relics you're looking at using using these things as, as a protection rather than your your what you are doing is you are looking to 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 use the material things as protection rather than using God as protection. So that's where you need to check your heart. Because we can do it too. Christians can do it too. We can cling on to our, you know, not, not cling on, but you know, we can, cl- we can grasp on to our favorite cross or like my little sister said, she can go around and holding on to her, um, to her, uh, I forget there or her, her rosary. Sorry. And you can, use these things. Christians can use these things as, as placeholders. Yeah. Auntie said what I was trying to say perfectly. That's awesome. Auntie Nate. Uh, so let's see. Um, burning sage is comforting only like comfort food brings me back to home. Uh, home Floyd's in my mind a oh, floods uh, in my mind, good memories, cultural significance, another way to live, but, uh, and teach the word of God, Amen. Yeah, I appreciate that, Mom. And you have to you have to believe and don't be afraid and something's happened here. And the smudge I tell you leave here and no visit. Don't scare us. Yeah. Yeah. So my brother Josh here is trying to tell us the, you know, some of the significance behind this the smudging itself. Um uh, yeah, and this is some of the principles, you know that we that we use traditionally. Um you know, I I don't uh, I don't agree with the power. I don't agree that the smudge has power. Um but he's you know I, I get what you're trying to say brother. I get what you're trying to say. That's it's it's about the belief. Um you know uh that stuff becomes a little more like yeah, man. Yeah, that's right, man. Like a tails man with a little Jesus on it, right, CMB? Yeah. So these are some, you know, so, I mean, I I know I sort of <laughs> I sort of went off in the woods and, and you know, got into this. I, I, instead of a bunny trail, I went into the Easter Bunny Trail, you know, it's big old, you know, went on a big old, big old ride, but um but these are some of the things that I've had to process through as being a native and being a Christian and understanding that Jesus himself was not a white man. He was a Jewish man, uh, probably very Brown. No one knows his true color. No one knows, but odds are that he was a Brown man. The Bible tells us he was a tribal man. So these are things that I've talked to many of my elders about because they will be quick to say, well, why do you want to follow this white man's religion? And I say, I'm not following a white man's religion. Jesus more than likely was a brown man. He was a tribal man from tribe of Judah. And just like our culture, uh, specifically my culture, the Hidatsa people, the people, the people of the willows is what we're called. And we have these people called, um, I appreciate you, brother. And, and like I said, man, you know, I might disagree. You might disagree. Um, but just know that I love you. Uh, I love you because you are made in God's image and I want you to know the truth and whether you want to believe it or not, that's that's between you and the Lord. My job is to simply deliver the message, brother. And I love you. I do. With all my heart. Uh, me and Josh played basketball together in high school. Um, you know, him and I had a... Ah, uh, him and I had our very own secret play. Um, Josh would take the ball out under any time there was a, a inbound. Now this might be, you know, some of you folks might not be ah uh, into basketball too much, but, but um, uh, sorry, I got another. All right hold on but yeah so my brother my brother josh here let me try to see if i can get this dog done all right so it sounds like they've got it under control all right sorry about that but yeah so my brother josh and i we used to uh have the secret basketball play where uh anytime we take the ball out underneath the basket um he would I would do this this little screen play where I'd just turn around and he would he would tap the ball off of my back and he would step in bounds and then he would uh he would grab the ball and he'd he'd take the shot and it'd be a little short jumper for him so uh that was our that was our little secret play that we would run uh both Josh and I so yeah but um but yeah so all right, man, I, I better, I better get out of here. We're running an hour and a half. I, I had a couple more things, but, um, you know, we can always do them, uh, another time, but, uh, but yeah, so I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, I appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, like I said, um, anyone who might come across this video or if this, anyone shares this video, um, all of the things that I said, uh, <laughs> Yeah, classified, bro. <laughs> um Yeah, they welcome their kings back by burning incense. I burn sage, welcome my my king Jesus in prayer time. Yeah. See, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, we got to be careful with it, but used in the right context, you know, it can be it can be a blessing. Um <laughs> Nate said keep going. <laughs> uh, Uh, good study son Uh, blessings to to all god bless yeah i love seeing you here and you got seeing you all yes um welcome back mom Uh, she was out in uh in the mountain time zone for a while so we haven't seen mom for a while she had trouble uh getting the times right and you know she was busy and she was all this stuff so um yeah my brother chris oh my brother chris featherstone i missed your comment earlier brother uh, yeah, Christ alone, come unto me and all he who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Yes. My brother go and check out Chris Featherstone. Uh, another one of my great brothers here, uh, check him out. You know, he's, um, he's, he's got an amazing ministry as well. And, uh, if any of you are WW or not even just WW fans, uh, wrestling fans, Uh, my brother, uh, my brother, Chris here also has an alter ego, uh, where he does this, uh, this live stream called, uh, pancakes and power slams or something like that. (laughs) Um, I know this is off your, off your subject, but remember when you got, got mad at you for your nose whistling (laughs) and it was a bird, it was bird outside, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man shout out to you uh jesus is king blessings to you brother uh appreciate the the super chat uh love you man appreciate you uh <laughs> i love your words uh from the book brother your story and of all the people in the world who god choose me that's right he did man but yeah, Chris Featherstone. Go and check him out, man. Uh, pancakes and power slams and all that kind of stuff. And I got to share my coolest picture in my library. Uh, I had a picture of um, uh, he used to be called Big Daddy Cool Diesel, uh, better known as uh, uh, Kevin Nash. I almost said Stephen Nash basketball. Um, but yeah, Kevin Nash, uh, I, I got to see him. I was on a flight with him, actually. He sat in the row right in front of me. Cool, super cool guy super down to earth. That was, that was back when he was doing, uh, the magic mic things, you know? So, uh, he was actually on his way out West cause I was coming in from Florida. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got to see him. So I took a picture with him and so he was cool. But uh, anyway, that's the coolest in my, uh, in all of my archive, uh, as far as when it comes to wrestling. Um, but yeah, so check out my man, Chris Featherstone, great ministry. Um, and, uh, also his, uh, Yeah. Big sexy. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. All right, y'all. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, I I pray for you all. Um, and, uh, I pray. Yeah. Here's, uh, here's Chris Featherstone's info. Go and check him out. Uh, blessings CMB D new, uh, Benjamin, um, Nate, my mom's Renee, my mom and dad, uh, bob and jody uh my uncle brother ray my brother josh uh, my little sister ariana one of many my brother uh isaiah blessings to all of you and i'm sorry I, i missed you uh jonathan uh shout out to you brother uh benjamin i think i already got you but just in case um yeah so i'm just looking through making sure i didn't miss anything or um yeah, man. All right, guys. Lord willing, we'll see you uh next week. And uh Lord willing, we'll see you uh maybe uh Friday night, bodega night. Um we never know. We never know. <laughs> uh Diane Johnson. Hey, uh I, I don't know. I think this is the first time I've ever seen if if you if you're joining us, blessings. Uh, thank you so much, Grandma. Uh, blessings to you. Prayers to the family. Uh, I love you all and take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. I, I greatly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I pray for, for everybody all the time. Uh, you know, I go through Facebook and I, while I go through Facebook, I just I stop and pray. If I see things that are troubling, um, you know, I try to make sure that I'm, I'm on top of those. Yeah, DNU says bodega, ega, ega, ega. Yeah. Uh bodega night, BK Apologist channel. Yeah. Uh check it out every Friday night at 10 o'clock. Um, yeah, the bodega, it's it's fun, it's good stuff. It's always on always, you know, it's all current events, topics, but from a biblical worldview. Um, and uh, you know, and some Bible study in there and stuff too. So <laughs> show your hot dogs before leaving. Yeah. See, see, I've always been a big brother. You know, I've always been, I've always been a big dude, you know? Um, and in the back of my head, I got this little, this little chub fold. Uh, and, um, a a lot of my, uh, (laughs) a lot of my nieces and nephews would call it a hot dog. And, uh, some, yeah, some of my nephews would call it a diggity. Hey uncle, hey uncle, show us your diggity. And, um, so anyway, yeah, that's what my brother, uh, my brother Melvin here, uh, this actually Melvin is my uncle, but him and I grew up so close. We're, we're more like brothers. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so he always gives me a hard time all the time, calls me a nasty preacher and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, <laughs> all right, y'all, I got to get out of here. Otherwise we'll keep going. We mess around and be two hours. All right, y'all Blessings. And uh, Lord willing, we will see you uh, next week. And uh, yeah, go check out the bodega if you can. Friday nights, 10 o'clock, BK Apologist channel. Uh, I've been a guest on there a few times now, and it's, it's, it's great fun. So, um, all right, everybody, blessings to you. Love you all. Peace.